You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode... Sorry, this is a little lore episode for the Cryosthesia 77K. I'm going to be ho the host for this little lore. I am Elemist. Hi, I'm Morgan. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hi. So, <laughs> we have some podcast info. We encourage feedback. That can be sent to us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore. At Hey It's Orchid or at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you find the podcast. And if you do, let us know about it. We like to read them. Or you can jump into our Discord. The actual invite to our Discord server is down in the episode description. You can also find our info on thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. Since we're recording this in the past and you're listening to this in the future, I can't guarantee that we're still there. I can't see into the future. We've survived there for, what, a year and a half, two years? Yeah. I think we'll be fine. I know, but I don't have, like, ultimate cosmic power, so I have no idea. There's no guarantee. Wait, you don't? No. Now, see, lucky for the two of you, you don't really need ultimate cosmic power when you have Rindel's editing powers. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Got something stuck in my throat. Anyways, uh, I can confirm we are still there, as we have been every week and will continue to be week after week. I don't suspect that we are going anywhere anytime soon. Now then, back to the show. I only have otter power. I don't have ultimate cosmic power. That makes sense. I know. I could bring you fish or some sort of sea urchin and make squeaks. That's about it. That makes sense. Yeah. I can hold my breath underwater and be cute. <laughs> I've heard the squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I say something funny. No. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we are going to be doing the this week at Guardians of Lore, the Twoggle, uh, but we're doing it a little different this for this little lore. Mm -hmm. So, about this weapon, uh. you got some thoughts? So. Sidearms are not my favorite weapons. Mine neither. And when they came out this past season, so I we're no we're no longer in the season where we got this weapon because we know when this episode is coming out. So we're no longer in this season. But when Cryosthesia came out, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this is a weird sidearm." And it looked like some sort of like, like an ice maker, kind of. Like it looked like it made shaved ice, is what it looked like, honestly. Well, I mean, it does. I know. It's weird. <laughs> it's a weird little. It looks very heavy. 
like in reality and I'm just like mm, I wouldn't use that it makes it looks like it would make my hands tired it wouldn't be my first choice for sidearms it is never my first choice for sidearms um the only time that I've actually used it has been to complete some of the vanguard bounties that say go use stasis and kill things oh yeah because That's a good idea because some bounties actually specify stasis abilities but others do not they just say get kills with stasis oh. and because this is a stasis weapon every bullet counts as stasis you just run into a strike go into a lost sector and boom that's actually very smart i because i use stasis like all the time I don't, and I, whenever I do bounties and it's like, use stasis, I'm like, oh, okay, the no brainer. I'm already doing it. Like that's, I never thought to use the stasis sidearm to like double my stasis. Well, and, and but, for me, I, I just don't like the stasis subclass for Titan. Yeah. It's because you'll just ice skate like straight off of everything. It, yeah. So this is my way around it. Since they, they changed your skating ability with the update, the mid-season update last season, um, have you noticed a difference? I don't. I know you don't use it very much. I haven't tried it. You haven't? No. I was going to say, it might be better now. It might be. I, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, you use the weapon a lot more than I do. I used it uh, in conjunction with Adored, which is just beloved at home. <laughs> and um it's and i only used it because uh the only time i really use a sidearm is in crucible and that's as a cleanup weapon with a sniper rifle so since snipers were a thing that we had to use to finish the wraps from the previous season which i hadn't finished <laughs> so <laughs> i'm just like okay well i better finish this thing and we'll i'll do that <laughs> My God, you're slacking. I am it's just I'm so behind on all of my stuff. Like Slacker. It's just such a struggle for me to finish. Like the wraps and everything else have been a real struggle for me to finish for all those weapons. And I've I've really tried. I really have, but like sniper rifles and crucible are like not a thing that I really I I just don't do them. Like, unless it's Revoker, because it's just, like, <laughs> the easiest sniper rifle in the world to use. <laughs> so, that was, uh, yeah, I used the, I used that sidearm. That was the only time I really used that sidearm, but uh, it's an interesting gun to use because it has two different modes to it. And there's only a couple guns that have two modes, which I kind of like, actually. Like, Symmetry is one of them. And I real I, symmetry is one of my favorite guns. Yeah, I see this being closer to Vex Mythoclast. As someone who does not have it, um, explain how that works. So <laughs> I never got it in D one either. <laughs> so, well, like the D two version is very different. So the way it works in D two is you get a bunch of kills with it regularly, mm -hmm. and then you're able to charge up an actual shot, and it takes your magazine to do it. Okay. Which, I mean, symmetry kind of works that way, except you get multiple shots instead. Yeah, symmetry, you get you get a bunch of precision shots, and then you get, like, multiples. You get, like, a, a multiplier. 
Yep. And then you can switch over to the other side. And then um, those shots, which are slower and they track, um, do a lot of damage. Yeah. Actual perk on Mythoclast. Defeating targets builds stack of stacks of overcharge. Mm. Uh, you swap the firing modes when fully overcharged. In the alternative firing mode, hold the trigger to charge up and fire more powerful linear fusion shots. Ah, huh, okay. So it's very similar um, in okay. that you actually have to get kills in one mode in order to use the other firing mode. Cool. Anything else you want to talk about with this weapon? I mean, I like that it's in the kinetic slot and it's stasis. Yes. Um, which we talked about separately. And kind of in conjunction with our Ada episode that we did, by the time we've released this, it'll have been months ago, but we just recorded that a couple weeks ago. And I think it's important to point out that, like, both of us are, <laughs> we're still fucking salty about Ada. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, she could have she could have been used as like an introduction to stasis, as an introduction to look at these stasis weapons. Like Elemis, you really pointed that out. I, I still think that we don't need another kind of shield to break. Right. But you made a really good point that because it's in the kinetic slot. It's cool. It, it, you could do more things with like kinetic, kinetic shields. You could do more things. Just stasis is so new that they could have been really creative with it. And making stasis like a kinetic power, like, is different. And I, I feel like they could have been more creative with that. I agree. That way, like, because I'm, I'm thinking grandmasters and that kind of stuff, right? So you've got match game, right. and I want them to leave it at the same three elements, you know, arc, solar, mm -hmm. void. Right. But throwing stasis weapons in as kinetic makes a lot more sense. That way you're not messing up with match game or anything by giving extra shields to enemies. Mm -hmm. In fact, like, they could throw in a kinetic shield if they really wanted to. But, like, I... I if they decide to go that route, I wouldn't be too salty about it. I think also um, they could use the powers, um, the darker powers in the kinetic slots and have them actually do more ad clear or actually do damage and other things, even if they were legendary weapons. It could get really interesting. Yeah. Because I know currently legendary weapons only do break shields, but... I feel like stasis weapons could do other things because people have been demanding stasis weapons. And so if you had stasis, if you had stasis weapons in the kinetic slot versus all of the energy weapons that we have in the, you know, energy slot, that could be interesting. I don't know. And actually have them like slow or not like outright free. I'm thinking in terms of crucible, but like in terms of like ad clear, like if you actually had them do something like in conjunction with like if you were using stasis at the same time. Well, so as as far as like the sl PVP aspects. Yeah. Legendary weapons with with solar don't burn, do they? No. Mm -mm. And void weapons with, you know, they, they don't suppress. So like if they introduce. No, 
It wouldn't do anything, honestly. Right. So if they introduce slowing, it would have to actually be an actual perk on the weapon. Yeah. It would have to be an exotic if it did. Yeah. I think. Um, because you could limit that to PvE. Like, it could be really interesting, and I think they could be really creative, and I think it's something that Destiny desperately needs in terms of, like, gameplay and gunplay, and the sandbox is... It needs something, but... We're we're going out we're going outside of our of our purview here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, do you want me to read this lore card? Uh, first, let's actually get a little a bit of an explanation. So, oh, okay, some lore isn't pressed neatly into lore books, but they add to the overall universe of Destiny. So, we're going to use these little lore episodes to do a dive into these individual lore tabs. But first, should we have a Lord Network ad? Yay. My ears would be pleased. Cue that beautiful Lord Network ad. Mm, the Lord Network. Even in the darkest of places, the light will always find a way through. If you're like me, then perhaps you're looking for more in-depth conversation about Destiny lore. Welcome back, Guardians. My name is Trams87, and I craft bite-sized cinematic Destiny lore videos. So join me each week as I journey into some of the greatest mysteries of Destiny 2. You can find me on youtube.com forward slash Trams87. Stay safe and Godspeed. Such beautiful bean footage. I mean, Lord Network ad. What? See, there's the squeak. What? <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> bean footage. I don't understand. You know, Bush's beans. Just... Roll that beautiful bean footage. No. I will send you I a don't... video. Please don't. <laughs> I don't want to see your beans. Too late. Oh, fuck. Go ahead and start reading. Oh, my God. I want to see your beans. It's very sexual. <laughs> this is the Cryostasia 77K. It is obtained from the season of the Splicer season pass. If you missed obtaining it there, congratulations. After the season is over, you can obtain it from the Monument of the Lost Light by the Vault in the Tower. The flavor text reads, there are things colder than cold. She crouched behind a sandstone boulder in the canyon basin and tried desperately to focus. She clasped her lower hands together and squeezed. The feeling of pressure grounded her, made it possible to ignore the blood that flowed from the wound in her thorax. She could hear the vex coming closer, their metal feet screeching against stone. She raised her dominant hand and the thin spindles of her splicer gauntlet clacked into place and began to spin. She envisioned the light surrounding. She winced as weapons fire impacted the boulder at her back, turned as it split apart and for a moment through the hot blowing sand and choking dust, she faced down an army. She closed her eyes. She saw the Vex targeting field sweep over her flashing crimson and white. 
She shifted it with a wave of her hand and a hundred shots flew wide. She felt dozens of Vex-shaped gaps appear in the air behind her and consolidated them. The Vex materialized in the same location and the fused metal mass fell heavily to the ground. She looked over the gleaming field of enemies. The light provides, she thought, and the next volley of Vex fire curved around her. The gauntlet on her wrist from the small portal opened in the air in front of her. She reached inside, felt the familiar shape of a short-term cortical conflux cube, and visualized crushing it in her hand. A flash of light played over the red eyepieces of the Vex as they marched forward in lockstep, searching for a target they could not see. She stepped to the side as they passed her. As the last Minotaur stomped out of the canyon, she reached again into the portal. She willed their knowledge of Misrax to her fingertips. She saw an image of his skiff flying low over the ice, framed in the minds of the European Vex. She pictured their awareness as a glass plane and envisioned it cracking, splintering into fragments of... Inside the portal, dark threads wrapped around her wrist. She visualized them snapping as she struggled to withdraw her hand, but they stuck to her like pitch. She saw them crumbling under harsh light. The dust wet itself with her blood and dried around her hand. She saw the light, but all she felt was the cold, dark freezing around her, holding her fast. In the distance, the Vex turned as one. So this is <laughs> this is a lot to unpack here. Yeah. We're not given exactly who this is. No. But she has a splicer gauntlet. Right. She's a Lexney. Yes. She's injured. And there's there's something here that just keeps poking at my mind. Okay. The light provides, she thought, and the next volley of vex fire curved around her. The light provides. We've heard that before. Yeah, that's what they say in House Light. The only times that I remember it were when Mithrax was telling Ido and Ido was relaying it to everybody else. He like he says it to um, Varix and he says it a lot. And that may be. He says it in lots of stuff. Yeah. He says it like all the time. That that may be. That's like his thing. It's just in my mind. I'm I'm sitting here like... The only times that I'd heard it was with Mithrax and Ido. Yeah, in the house light, that's like their deal. It Right. It was just, it was something that was poking at me. Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of just get it off my mind because I had initially read this. When I got to that part, I was like, wait, that's Ido? Yeah. No, I, we remember when she was young, she was like, no, I'm not going to be a splicer. This is exactly. not working for me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, wait a minute. And I had to get it off my mind. But uh, um, yeah, this is, I mean, she's in the middle of a very big Vex battle and she's by herself and she's holding her own. Like splicers are very powerful. I don't think I really realized like how powerful they are. To shape reality around them the way they want? Yeah. They have to be powerful. I I don't think I really realized that, like, for the entire <laughs> season. 
I didn't like right because we were the ones just, being sent off on missions and yeah because it's like oh well here's a splicer gauntlet like go fuck stuff up in like the vex world and I'm like okay like oh it's just you know our guardian like the young wolf like you know defeater of siva hero you know, of the red war of gods yeah hero of the red war like killer of like worm gods you know slayer of, off doing, of hive gods and yeah. worm gods and- yeah exactly <laughs> yeah slayer of hive gods off fucking stuff up again you know <laughs> like all in a day's work <laughs> now like you know kicker of like atheon off of walls <laughs> oh god you know times conflux no big deal so i'm just like like so it didn't occur to me that splicers are like actually a big deal yeah because to us it's like nbd but splicers are a big deal well and and like like going back to that entry that i i read you know and the next volley of vexfire curved around her like she's she, fucking Neo from the Matrix. Right. Like she's literally willing reality to the point that all these these solar bullets are coming at her and going around her. I know, right? It's crazy. I'm just like blown away. <laughs> like Jeez Louise. This is some this, cool visualization stuff. It really is. But I'm wondering she's not on she's on europa she's not on europa no is she's not on europa she's in a sandstone canyon oh yeah she crouched behind a sandstone boulder in the canyon basin she's not on europa she's visualizing europa right so where the fuck is she is she on mars no mars doesn't exist where is she i'm i'm wondering if she was on Mars when it got taken. Oh, shit. Because, I mean, think about it. Nessus doesn't have any sandstone. Venus? Venus does. Venus does, but I, I don't... Earth has sandstone. Right. But we haven't really seen Vex on Earth outside of... That's true. Just covering the first city. So, like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of where Vex would be and relate that back to where we find sandstone and it it's a short list huh i don't know i personally would think it would be cool if she was stuck on mars because of the whole anomaly thing seriously because like that would explain why she's cut off right and why she's she's thinking back to you know the european vex and mithrax on on europa and everything there Mm-hmm. Like it would make sense, right? But ultimately, we have no idea. We really don't. I'm sticking with my head cannon that she's stuck on Mars. Uh, I'll go with that. Yeah, because <laughs> like it's it's it would lead to more exciting stuff to explore. Yeah, no, I'll go with that. But wherever she is, she's fighting Vex. Initially, there's a dozen of them. That just kind of like bloop into existence. Yeah. I just, I just love all the visualizations of all of these. That's just. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, there's just some lore books that 
or just like lore cards like give you a whole lot to work with and there's just some that don't and while i don't like the weapon i like the lore card <laughs> oh yeah i i feel that way about a lot of weapons yeah about a lot of armor i might not like the item itself but that lore entry is awesome mm-hmm. yeah and this is one of those like i absolutely hate the sidearm for practical use but this entry is amazing mm-hmm. so orchid shout outs mm-hmm. yeah i have a shout out um this is to my favorite sidearm uh allied demand uh it's a season three uh iron banner sidearm uh, that goes in the kinetic slot um the flavor text reads rest satisfied with doing well and leave others to talk of you as they please it is the best sidearm in the game hands down if you have it you should use it it's legitimately like the best sidearm in the game i can respect that it's so good i can respect that yeah it is a vertical recoil Ooh. It's so good, and it is fast. I love it so much. I have it master orbs. <laughs> it barfs out orbs. I love it. I love it so much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. LMS, what about you? My shout-out goes to that splicer who's living in the Matrix and doing those Neo moves. Nice. Right? Just bending bullets around her. Nice. Nice. So. Love it. This is the part of the Love it. This is the part of the episode we like to give special thanks. The audio for this episode was produced by Rindle Zivas. You can find him at Rindle Zivas. The artwork for this episode, as well as the music in this episode, is all copyright Bungie. We are able to use it under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. And if you'd like to dive into Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They're the resource we use to make our show notes. So final reminders. You can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore, at hey it's orchid, or at I underscore am underscore elemist. You can email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review, and if you do, let us know. And you can do that by joining our Discord. The invite is down in the episode description. So yep. Orchid. Hmm? Say goodbye. Bye. Take care. See you later. Bye.